0: Yeah, this one might get weird. (laughs) That's right, I'm back. Did you miss me? No! Oh, I missed you too. Uh, now let let me just get this out of the way. Um, I'm sorry. It's been a while for me. Um, this'll probably be a quickie or quickie than usual. Uh, it won't always be like this. I swear it won't just, just, just stick with me. I I just need some more practice and, and things will get better. All right. Um, so for episode three, I'm not going to get too detailed on these. Uh, One reason is because they are essentially all lumped together to begin with. But also, I'm still learning the rules of the internet here. So to get into too much detail with these movies, who knows, there could be consequences. So until I figure out for sure what we can and can't say, I'm going to keep this kind of uh, toned down, I guess but to give a little backstory, uh, after 35 plus years of watching horror movies you, you tend to get a little desensitized to certain things so I'd say for at least the past decade I, I would randomly look up and try to find more, more of the extreme movies to watch just because it's nice to know you know you could feel again and with most of these lists, it's it's always the, the usual suspects. Uh, once in a while, you'll get a stray here and there. But uh, for the most part, you get the same movies. You get like uh, Cannibal Holocaust, Human Centipede 2, Inside, Raw. Ew? Audition, Salo. Or is it Salo? I don't know. 120 Days in Sodom. And another one that always pops up on these lists is the August Underground trilogy. And anytime it came up, it seemed just enough like, "Oh, I got to track this down." And I didn't realize how difficult it was to find these movies. Yeah, just everywhere I look, I end up either with dead links or clickbait or something like that. So they came up again in something I was listening to and it kind of gave me that itch again to try and track him down because now at this point it was just a matter of principle so one of the pages I follow online I put out a cry for help and also asked if anybody knew where I could find the movie I immediately got a message from this guy Patrick Uh, I'm not going to give away his full name because he probably wants nothing to do with this but he sent me the link for this website that not only had the whole trilogy, thanks, Patrick, and had a bunch of other, a lot of, like, indie stuff on there, I guess of comparable effectiveness. So I finally did get to watch these movies, and I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I saw them. Now, this site, I don't know if this is something, you know, if they want to be publicized or anything like that. I'm guessing it's, they probably rely more on word of mouth. So I'm not going to announce it on here. If there is anybody that's interested in watching this trilogy or anything else kind of in the same ballpark, you could track me down on our Facebook page at Cryptic Souls Horror Podcast. Or we also have a group page on there, uh, which is just at Cryptic Souls. Hit me up on there and I'll share the dirty little secret. So with that, um, let's do this. Warning, warning. warning. Graphic content ahead. Listener discretion is advised. Can I help you? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm headed for Death Valley once again. me going drop some and hang out with my friends. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's a new little man. <laughs> 2001's August Underground, 2003's August Underground Mortem, and 2007's August Underground Penance. Starting off with the first one, it was directed by Fred Vogel, written by Fred Vogel and Alan Peters, who also played the main characters of Peter Mountain and the cameraman, respectively. The movie was made for about two grand. From the sounds of it, the bulk of the budget went towards picking up a nice lens for the camera, which, if you see the degraded quality of the movie, uh, does seem kind of laughable. I'm sure they would even agree to that. Also, there was a scene in the convenience store where they had a bit of a mishap to where they ended up having to shell out to the owner, I think it was like 600 bucks to repair a piece of glass. Other than that, I have no idea what or if they paid the cast or crew. Could have been more of a passion project for everyone. But I'm just going to guess the rest of the money went into making the blood. And holy shit was their blood in this movie. And here it turns out that Fred Vogel went to the Savini effects school, eventually became an instructor there, and also became friends with Tom Savini. So guess learning from one of the best definitely helps out here. I have heard other people talk about this movie and uh, specifically about the effects and have trashed it saying it's some of the worst stuff they've seen as far as quality and I disagree. I I think they look pretty amazing. Now I'm sure given it that VHS grainy quality definitely helped out with it, but whatever it was, it worked for me. Apparently the the whole genesis of this movie was originally Vogel was going to do a zombie movie but then when he realized what it would cost to effectively do it in his vision, he said it was going to be like in the millions. So he decided to do a serial killer movie and having been well read in some of the big serial killers you know he was just into that kind of thing but then also felt that there was a softness to these guys and I don't know if it says more about me but I, I I could agree to some extent but the one thing that really pushed him over the edge was watching Henry portrait of a serial killer I could see why one would be inspired by that from a filmmaker perspective not no don't do what he did so he just kind of wanted to take what you know what he knew about serial killers and then also from Henry and just crank it to 11 like he didn't want to humanize these characters at all they were just these sadistic psychopaths and just felt nothing about it well it might have been a little bit of anger in this but and the fact that Peter Mountain like well Fred Vogel does have this boyish quality about his appearance and all And I've heard some people say that as like a negative. Like, oh, he doesn't look like a killer. But that's what makes it more effective. He just looked like an average person who's just fucked in the head. So this movie doesn't have a story to it, which seems to piss a lot of people off. And I don't quite get that. I mean, I do understand that movies are supposed to have some form of narrative to them, but... I always believed that if, if anything were to get any kind of exemption from that, it would be found footage. I mean, you go to everybody's go-to when it comes to this, uh, the, the Blair Witch. I mean, that, if you really look at it, there wasn't a story in that either. That was just the raw footage of what was intended to be a documentary. And even in that, if the characters you know, succeeded in what they were doing, the story was going to come through the editing of the whole thing. It's not like they were just going to release what came out. And in that, I mean, it was just them in the woods doing their thing. And I'm not knocking that. But I'm saying if you really think about it, there really isn't like an actual story to that. You're just witnessing a moment in time for these people. And in the case of August Underground, it's, it's just, I, I don't want to say taking it a step further. Well, in some cases they are. But um, in, in this case, this was just home video. Of two lunatics you know uh, that I mean uh, ha- at least half of the movie is them just doing things like they go to roadside America and check that out they, they take a tour to slaughterhouse at one point they're hanging out at a cemetery they go to a tattoo shop you know again it's just random home video but in this case they they weave in shots of them in their basement with People they've abducted, and torturing, and uh, nakedly abusing people, and that's it. This, this, you know, in in the case of this movie, this wasn't intended for mass consumption. This was just for their own pleasure, I, I guess, for lack of a better word. So, yeah, the, the whole idea that there was no story to this, I thought, if anything, ma- gave it a more realistic feel to it. And you got to be honest with yourself. If, if you're watching this movie, you're not into it to see the story. You're not into it for any kind of character arc or anything like that. You were watching this for the same reason I did. Just to see something fucked up on screen. The other thing I really liked about this was the intended marketing campaign. Apparently what Fred was going to do was just blow out a bunch of VHS copies of this movie and just leave them in random cities or whatever throughout the country. I, I Maybe I'm just making this up, but I, I thought he even said, like, in front of, like, government buildings and things, like, in or near mailboxes. Uh, for it to legitimately be found. Like, he wasn't going to push, like, ooh, check out this movie. And even to this day, he even says, like, you know, he doesn't really want to, like, promote the movie. It's it's out there. It's been out there for over 20 years. And if you heard about this, like, he wants people to, to track it down, to really put forth some effort to watch this movie. And I, I kind of respect that. But... I guess before he was able to engage on this plan, uh, what was that thing? Somewhere there was some event. I don't know if anybody remembers it. It was uh, like in like early to mid September uh, back in 2001. Some some quite horrible things happened, and yeah, I guess it wouldn't have been a good idea to leave these tapes around for people to find. You know the the world was a little on edge at that point and so he made the right choice and not moving on that idea so that's pretty much it for that one uh the second one it's more of the same the biggest difference would be in this one there were five or six writers and by writing it came down to them hanging out and saying What would be the most horrific thing you could do to another human being? And then they set it up and shot these things. So, if you watch the first one, and you were even close to being, like, bothered by it, do not watch Mortem. Because if August Underground is taking actual serial killers or serial killer movies, and cranking that to 11... This has taken August Underground and cranking it to 15. They really pushed the limits. Fred Vogel himself has even said, "Looking back, I don't think I could ever do something like that again. That was that was a bit rough." Uh, the the other difference in this is, uh, aside of Peter, you also have Maggot, and his sister Krusty, and Krusty is. Peter's girlfriend. And I think the only reason they bring up the 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 sibling relations is because well it makes some of their dynamic a little more weird. You know, that it's pretty much all you could say. It's it's harsh. There there were even a few a few moments in there where even I had to squint my eyes, or possibly even turn away. I mean, it got pretty extreme in this one. It 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 was it was it was a rough one. All three times I watched it. Uh, so yeah, with the third one, uh, penance. This one is again more of the same thing. This one focuses Peter and Krusty. I guess their relationship and how their lifestyle choices are possibly affecting the relationship um other than that it's just more the same it's it's definitely more toned down from mortem as far as activities however i think the overall quality of the movie is higher uh, to some extent, I feel that's kind of a detriment because I think part of what made it work was the, the, the gritty, the graininess of the movie. Whereas this is, you could tell they're using some better equipment. I, it doesn't completely take me away from it, but I, I thought that did have a slight negative effect, but it did actually help the, the effects, the makeup effects really did help that shine a little more. I mean, they really upped on the effects in this one. But, yeah. Just another hour, hour and a half of the same. So, if you need to complete it, go for it. So, this trilogy as a whole, uh, I would give it a solid three and a half. I-, I would almost say a four, but I don't want the black bands pulling up to my house. That's gonna happen. It better be for something good, not some movies. Um, but yeah, I really like them. It's not saying I condone the activities that take place in this, or or any of them. It's yeah, they do horrible shit in these movies. But guess what? It's a horror movie, and and again, this is these are home movies made by a couple of psychopaths so again like the oh it didn't have a story no shit like if you watch henry they they took all these videos now if you were to watch the footage they took was that would that have a story to it no because it was just something they did for their own twisted pleasure i think that was where the inspiration came from from that movie you know the the effects a lot of people trash it i thought it worked that everyone's saying the acting was horrible well Again, go back and watch your home movies. Tell me how amazing that acting is. Uh, And I could just be the dummy here, but, like, watching this, I believe that they were unhinged. You know, to each their own, everybody's got their own taste, everybody's got their own limits. So, I'm not going to fault somebody for that. Like, I wouldn't even go as far as to recommend this to anyone if you've heard of these movies you at least should know what you're getting into you know you're not going to accidentally stumble upon these you actually have to work to to track these down or you could message me on our facebook page cryptic souls horror podcast but yeah i mean just be warned if you're watching this movie you're gonna see some fucked up shit happening and it may or may not change you (laughs) Alright, that was a bit of an exaggeration, but, anyhow, um, so yeah, that, that's it for these, uh, if you've seen them, hit me up, let me know what you think, also, if you have any recommendations for other extreme horror to check out, yeah, throw them our way, or, alright, throw them my way, I'm not gonna drag Jeff and Meg into this, just give them to me, I'm the weirdo. So, thanks for listening. Hit us up on Facebook, uh, YouTube, uh, I think we still got a Twitter page. Keep with the feedback. And until next time, see ya!